Hello, and welcome back to the Quarter Poundering. This is your host, Timmy. That's right, my YouTube brethren. I'm back, because I don't know if you're aware of this, but I've got to speak once again about the woke cancel culture mob who have raised up their cobra-like head to once again strike down and cancel a, 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 a iconic member of, of nerd culture. That's right. I'm, of course, talking about Josh Whedon, legendary creator of, of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and director of two of the greatest Avengers movies of all time, The Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. This iconic god of a man recently came out in an interview to defend himself and his actions. This interview shows that Joss Whedon lays it all out, explains it all for you. That's right. Joss Whedon didn't threaten Gal Gadot. They had a language barrier. And, and Joss Whedon, sure, did Joss Whedon cheat on his wife with a bunch of actors and groupies? Yeah, he admits it. But you know what? He had to because of who he was. You know, it wasn't he, he was, women were throwing themselves at him, and he was helpless to resist them. That's just the, the burden of being as wealthy and talented as Joss Whedon. It's a meritocracy, people. Come on. If anything, we should be celebrating that Joss Whedon is a player. And as for that Ray Fisher, <laughs> Ray Fisher, Oh yeah, Ray Fisher. Let me tell you about Ray Fisher. Ray Fisher, you can't trust Ray Fisher because Ray Fisher is, you know, voted for Bernie Sanders. You know, like a communist. Just saying, communists are liars. It's a fact. Look it up. And yeah, so <clears throat> can't trust, can't trust him, you know. You know, this just goes to show the hypocrisy of women that I'm always talking about on this broadcast. And you know, like, because women say they want a nice guy. Like, you know, like Josh Whedon. But it turns out all they want is fucking muscly dude bros who are super obnoxious and don't get Batman like Zack Snyder! And you know, that's, you know, that's, that's just so typical of women to, to lie about what they really want. You know, I wish a woman would, like, honestly tell me something that they really want, want, want for me. Terry! Terry! Mom! Mom, what are you doing? I'm in the middle of my YouTube live. You can't just come in here right now. It's really, you're invading my privacy. Timmy, I just came in here to tell you. You gotta start washing your own fucking socks. What? Ma'am, ma'am, I just, ma'am, what are you? What do you mean? I'm not, I'm not gonna wa You always wash my stuff. Timmy, you're a man in your 30s. And you start washing your own fucking socks. Also, Timmy, these fucking socks are so goddamn stiff with you little soldiers that I could throw it like a fucking batarang and it'd come back to me, Timmy. Mom! How many times do I gotta tell you? This is an MCU household. We do not make Batman references. God damn it, Mom! Timmy, I don't fucking care what kind of references we make in this house. You're washing your own goddamn laundry, okay? Okay, Mom. Whatever. I can't. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, chat. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> you know, women they always be tripping. You know what I'm saying? I can fucking hear you, Timmy. I'm only in the other room. Welcome to the show. Hello, people on the spectrum of ladies and gentlemen and everything in between and outside the box. Welcome back to another episode of Ruben Uncut. You've probably already heard all about it. I'm going to talk about it anyways. Because at the end of the day, this is my opportunity to say something I've wanted to say for a long time. <clears throat> Fuck Joss Whedon. Fuck Joss Whedon. There, I said it. And now, I can get away with saying it. Because now everyone else in the world also thinks Joss Whedon is an asshole. Because it turns out, he is. <clears throat> the truth about Joss Whedon started to come out <clears throat> around the time that the... Around the time <clears throat> that the release the Snyder Cut movement for the Zack Snyder Cut of the Justice League movie... was hitting its full stride, okay? And yes, I am still drinking sparkling water, so if you hear those occasional odd breaks, that's me trying to relax my vocal cords with the smooth taste of sparkling water. It's like your mouth fell asleep. It's delicious. Okay, anyways, <clears throat> like I was saying, the truth about Joss Whedon started coming out around this time when actor Ray Fisher who plays Cyborg in the Justice League films, openly on social media said he would like to re retract the statement he made at Comic-Con where he said it was a great experience working with Joss Whedon. He went on to elaborate that Joss Whedon had been a dick and accused Joss Whedon of being abusive and fostering... Excuse me. I burp a lot when I drink the sparkly waters. But I feel like the occasional belching is uh, its nice to bring up the, break up the formality, which I'm morally opposed to. Anyways, <clears throat> as I was saying, Je uh, <clears throat> Ray Fisher accused Joss Whedon of creating a toxic work environment and essentially being abusive towards various members of the cast. And as the days went on, a lot of things happened. One of the things was that Warner Brothers insisted that Joss Whedon and producer Jeff Johns and Toby Emmerich weren't total douchebags who were toxic abusers and enablers, and that Jeff Johns and Toby Emmerich were totally not racist, which are great claims to hear a company be making. And even said... And to prove the point, they said that obviously Toby Emmerich and, jo and Jeff Johns are on the level because Jason Momoa is making a new Frosty the Snowman mo movie with them. So obviously, Ray Fisher must be the only guy who didn't like working with them. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, which was a fun thing for Warner Brothers to say. Until, a few weeks later, Jason Momoa took to post social media to say that there was no such thing as the Frost of the Snowman movie, that he had never been consulted about it, and that he was certainly not attached to it. That they had basically had made up the whole fucking thing as a PR diversion to try and take down Ray Fisher, to try to distract from Ray Fisher's claims that they were scumbags. <clears throat> Which is a bad look for Warner Brothers. A super bad look. They'd already been caught lying at this moment. Which even though the accusation, I can't remember the exact timeline, but accusations were soon to build up as suddenly other people in Hollywood started to come out of the word work mentioning how fucking shitty Joss Whedon was, including Charisma Carpenter who came out with the information that Joss Whedon had once tried to force her to have an abortion because he, she got dared to get pregnant while making his TV series and he did not want her character to be pregnant. And when she said, told him she was keeping it, he proceeded to mock her belief systems. I don't know what, I assume Christian, but I'll be honest, I don't really know. Regardless, none of those things are cool to do. The actor who played Spike on Buffy also came out with a story of the time Joss Whedon pushed him against the wall to yell at him because producers were forcing them to make him a reoccurring character. And Joss Whedon did not want that. The actor who played Spike seemed to sort of laugh it off a bit, but the story stands as a time that Joss Whedon, you know, physically assaulted an actor <clears throat> because of his inability to control his emotional response. Oh, but wait, I'm sorry. The accusations against Joss Whedon actually started before Justice League, when Joss Whedon's wife wrote a letter that was published on a website detailing how Joss Whedon had used his status as a feminist and nerd icon to basically sleep with actresses and groupies. Now look, now we'll get more into that in a minute. Let's keep my thoughts together here. But the point is that more and more stories kept coming out about him, including the story that uh, young, actor, uh, young actor Michelle Trachtenberg on the show Buffy had, uh, after some type of interaction with Joss Whedon, it became an unspoken onset rule that no one was to leave her alone with Joss Whedon again. Which is a little bit... Which, to be fair, no one has verified what happened or why... Or what the concern was. However, with the concept that Joss Whedon had been having multiple affairs with both actors and groupies, or at least that is my understanding, he one does feel concerned for, at the time, what I believe was a 15-year-old girl. A 
14 or 15 year old girl? I don't know. I didn't. I don't have that much of an attachment to Buffy the Vampire Slayer if I'm keeping it real with y'all. But I'll get into that in a minute. <clears throat> the point is that Joss Whedon's world was unraveling. And there was even an accusation of racism towards Joss Whedon. Actually, well, sort of a couple of accusations, really. The first being the first being that he had lightened the skin of the African American actors in the in his cut of the Justice League movie. At the time, and through the course of 2020, when most of this unraveled, Joss Whedon, out of all the claims made against Joss Whedon, this was the only one that Joss Whedon released a public statement denying at the time. One of the other big allegations made against him, and one of the ones that has been both detailed and confirmed, is the fact that Wonder Woman, according to Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, Joss Whedon threatened to destroy her, threatened to damage her career by making her look like a fool in the Justice League movie and to make her life miserable. Be why? Well, you see, Gal Gadot didn't want to make, film a scene in the film where the Flash lands with his face on her titties. She felt that that was demeaning to the character and unnecessary. And Joss Whedon basically was a dick about it and ended up filming the scene anyways with Gal Gadot's body double. A thing you can see by watching the film and seeing that the scene exists because fuck you, Joss Whedon. The confirmation that this event occurs has come both from Gal Gadot and the fact that it has been confirmed that after the event occurred, the director of the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movies, Patty Jenkins, ended up going into the studio to talk about to talk to them about Joss Whedon's behavior. And in the words of Gal Gadot, the situation was handled. So yeah, that's a whole whole thing right there. Now I'm not saying I. I'm a huge Gal Gadot fan, obviously. I take issues with some of her politics. But, you know, no one should be treated that way in the course of making a film. And the grossness of the things she didn't want to film, it, especially with all the other allegations against Joss Whedon, is, you know, fucking gross. Now, you may be saying, why am I talking about this right now? Well, I'm talking about this right now because at the beginning of this week, well, the week I'm filming this anyways, recording? Technically not filming. Uh, Joss Whedon finally went public with his side of the story. And it was a fucking doozy. Now, I haven't read the whole thing, but a lot of the article has come out on other outlets as it, things tend to do. And some of the takeaways and excerpts are... <sighs> the problem is... <coughs> Joss Whedon... This was meant to be Joss Whedon's defense. And the general consensus of everyone who has read it. And the general implications of the excerpts that have been released on other outlets... It's pretty clear of one thing. 
definitely doesn't vindicate him. The piece reads like a grossly biz bizarre and unself-aware endeavor, where Joss Whedon essentially admits to things and then says they're other people's faults. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking on sparkly water. <coughs> where was I? <coughs> and in some of the worst defenses I've ever heard. One of the big ones, of course, being when talking about his affairs that he had, he basically states that he had to have those affairs because young, beautiful women were throwing themselves at him. And when he had been younger, he had struggled to get female attention. And now that he had it, he, he felt at the times that he would regret not having sex with them later. Which... is the worst defense for that I've ever heard. It, mainly because it's an admission that lacks any type of self-awareness. I mean, it makes sense. He's basically saying, I was an incel. <laughs> That's essentially what he's saying. And that, you know, my, his priorities don't make fucking sense because he was married. He thought to himself, oh, I'm going to regret not a, not having banged these chicks later instead of, oh man, if I bang these chicks, I will probably regret this in the long term of my marriage. See, he wasn't thinking right. Was not thinking right. That's, whoo, bad priorities. Bad priorities. He goes on in the th in his article to essentially blame the fact that Ga Gal Gadot thought she was he was threatening her on the fact that English is not her first language because she's from Israel. Which the thing is a lot of people in Israel speak English and also this is like this was like her, what, seventh, tenth? She's done a lot of English language movies at this time. She was already in Fast and the Furious and Wonder Woman and Batman vs. Superman and the, a bunch of other movies. To, like, we've all heard her talk. And, and Joss Whedon wants us to believe that it was a language barrier issue? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's, that's ridiculous. So like I was saying, <clears throat> where was I? Right. So now, Joss Whedon in this interview goes on to try and defend other things. And he starts, the clear narcissism of his situation becomes ever more clear as he tries to explain the situation from his point of view. Where when he referred, when, when asked about the Ray Fisher issues, he says that the reason Ray Fisher's scenes were cut down or reshot in the film weren't because he had a problem with Ray Fisher or because he was being racist in any way. No, Joss Whedon said that the reason those scenes were all cut and reshot was because Ray Fisher was a bad actor in them. 
and the storyline was illogical. Which is a bold stance to take for Joss Whedon. It's a bold stance to take because I've seen both versions of the movie now. It's not like Joss Whedon said this before the Zack Snyder's Justice League cut came out. He said it after. He said it after. After. So now I've seen both versions of the movie. So I know one thing for certain. One, Ray Fisher's storyline was pretty much logical and inherent to the film at whole. It was a big part of it. The reason, the reason Zack Snyder said he was the heart and soul of the film because it kind of is. And also, I've seen Whedon's cut and his version of Cyborg fucking sucks. Like, every single one of Ray Fisher's best scenes is not in the, the Joss Whedon version. They're only in the Snyder Cut. They don't... Almost all his original footage has been replaced, with the exception of a few action scenes that have been butchered by Whedon, by the way, and a few other sequences where... and a few other more, like, inter... you know, like, B-roll moments. And it's just... it's... This defense of Joss's doesn't hold up. What's to make matters worse is that Joss Whedon defends himself in pretty much by saying this happened because of cancel culture, but because he has liberal politics, he doesn't want to use the words cancel culture because he doesn't want a right-wing signal. Yet. Instead, instead he says things like, I was raised up by the internet and I was brought down by the internet. He says things like, he says things like, saying the reason that what happened to him on Justice League happened because of things like, he says, because his wife, when his wife's letter came out, that that made it look like there was a guy that, that he was gettable, that he was cancelable. It made it look like... He, he almost words it as if there was blood in the water. Those aren't his words. I think I'd say that. But the point is, is that he implied that when his wife spoke out against him, it made him vulnerable to the angry mobs of the internet. Meaning that he is not acknowledging the things that are happening to him as part of consequences. Which means he's making the same arguments that people like Trump and all those other, oh, this is cancel culture grifters constantly scream about. He's just not using the same words. Joss Whedon continues to deflect the blame away from him even going so far as to indulge in conspiracy theories where he suggests that Ray Fisher is actually being suggests a internet conspiracy theory that Ray Fisher has actually been pushed by Zack Snyder 
to push these ideas so that they can so that they could get the Snyder Cut released. Really, Joss? You're gonna go com comic book QAnon on us? Really? Really? Really, Joss? That's what you're gonna pull on for us? So in the end, Joss Whedon turns out to just be, you know, another egotistical, narcissistic guy who spent a portion of his life getting tired of people telling him no and then when people just started telling him yes all the time he felt entitled to it <clears throat> fucking joss whedon and because he's been canceled i can finally say the thing that i've been waiting to say for so many years I think that Joss Whedon is an overrated hack. There, I said it. I'm not going to say everything he ever made was bad. I fucking loved Astonishing X-Men. His run on that comic book was great. And I, and Cabin in the Woods is a damn good time. Not going to lie, enjoyed those things. But you know what? Joss Whedon's stories are shallow. They're... I fucking said it. And derivative. I've seen the first two Avengers movies. And here's the thing. First of all, didn't understand the Hulk. Literally just spent two movies fucking over the Hulk. Like, I hated it. Like, did he get, like, his smashing stuff right? Sure, that was cool. But he didn't understand the character. And he didn't seem like he actually gave a fuck about understanding the Hulk's character. And also, the first Avengers movie is shallow. It's fucking shallow. There's nothing to it. It's literally just an excuse to get the characters all in the same scene. And there's, 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 there's barely any connective tissue. The plot is anorexic. The story, non-existent. And it's got the same fucking third act as, as Transformers 3. I'm not saying they ripped it off from Transformers 3 because I think they only had like several months between their release dates. I'm just saying... I don't think Hollywood was trying very hard when they wrote either of these fucking movies. <clears throat> also, yeah, no, I know. It has Loki in it. And Loki's awesome. Tom Hiddleston is great as fucking Loki. He is the bomb. However, he's... I want to emphasize that Tom Hiddleston is great as Loki in everything. But Loki, the character, is only written great in Thor movies. That's right. He's better in... That character is way better in the first Thor movie than he is in Avengers. He's even better in the Dark World than he is in the Avengers. And, you know, he's, he's funny in Thor Ragnarok, I guess. But whatever. The point is... Jeez. The point is, is that in Avengers, he basically just shows up to twirl his mustache and be like, Kneel before Zod. I mean... I mean, uh, Loki. Yeah. And then someone makes a Nazi reference, and it's like, Oh, God, yeah, no, so obvious. Uh... Kind of, like, he doesn't try to employ real trickery. His strategies don't make sense. He has powers that would allow him to do a lot of the things he does in the film easier than, than the way he does them. It, it, it like, literally doesn't make, it, it, he doesn't make sense. The way he's written does not make sense. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. But the point is that Joss Whedon is overrated and derivative. Okay, you know what? The first Joss Whedon show I ever really tried to get into was fucking Firefly. And if you love Firefly, I'm just, once again, 
I'm not here to gatekeep anything. If something means something to you and you love it, that's fine. That's on you. How you want to deal with the separating the artist from the art, that's on you. That's your problem. I'm not going to get up in your business about it. But I'm just here to say, Firefly is overrated. Okay, as someone who, who uh, spent his 10 years watching a lot of anime, uh, the idea that a space western is in any way Joss Whedon, the guy, first guy who did that, is fucking stupid. Space westerns have been around for a long fucking time, especially in anime, and 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 the one that Joss Whedon comes up with is just you know it's, it's not that impressive. I'm sorry, it, it's it's not a super exciting version of the world. He just he took he took some Star Wars stuff and some Star Trek stuff, and then he made it and then he made it all about the civil and then he tried to make it about the Civil War, and and it, it, it's just derivative. Like, the whole thing is derivative. It's got bits of Star Trek and bits of Red Dwarf and bits of Trigun and bits of other shit. I mean, sure, everything is derivative on a certain level, but I'm just saying, I was never impressed by it. I mean, and I saw the Serenity movie, and that was meh, okay? It was like, okay, whatever. It, it looked, it had action scenes that looked like they were shot for TV, but it was a big screen, but it was a big on-the-theater-screen movie that I was watching well, I wasn't watching in theaters. I was watching on someone's big screen television. But the, the point is, is that it, it's, it's a bizarrely trope-heavy and unoriginal series that inspired nothing in me. When I was in college, uh, one of my roommates and a friend of ours were trying to watch through the whole Buffy the Vampire Slayer show. and I, So I ended up picking up a, a good chunk of that. And you know what? A lot of it's not memorable. A lot of it's not. Okay, you know, because the secret to Joss Whedon is he just... Makes you forget things or ha makes you forget that his stories are shallow by just throwing tons of fast, quippy dialogue at you. And it, it just, you know, which is fine. You know, I, I, I've written some quippy dialogue in my life and I, I tend to write humor into my things. There's nothing wrong with writing humor into things. But like, a lot of times when I watch something by Joss Whedon, I get this, I get this point where I'm like, are people just not noticing how dumb this is because they're laughing? Is that what's happening? Is that is that is that how this works? I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know. But I don't know. Maybe it's that I grew up on Sam Raimi's TV uh, fantasy shows instead of instead of on Joss Whedon's. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It was Hercules and Xena for me, although. Hercules grew up to be a huge, huge disappointment. Oh, Kevin Sorbo. Fucking Kevin Sorbo. Oh, where was I? Okay, yeah. Right. Joss Whedon. Fuck that guy. Fuck everyone who's abusive or thinks they're entitled because they view themselves as a genius. All you motherfuckers with your house MD syndrome, where you think just because you're good at stuff or people tell you you're good at stuff, that somehow entitles you to not be a pleasant person. That it suddenly grants you the right to be a dick to people. So there we go. Fuck Joss Whedon. Fuck him. Fuck that guy. You know, 
take him off. No, I'm getting now about to get graphic, but I'm I could get graphic. No, I'm not gonna get graphic. I don't want to get canceled. Like Joss Whedon deserves to be canceled. I'm kidding. Cancel people's not real. Someone will hire him. His his legion of nerds will come up with a whole bunch of reasons why either they believe Joss Whedon and none of his accusers, and he'll get some kind of straight to Tubi deal in the future. You know. You know, though, that is, that is, although that is, to be fair, Joss Whedon with a 2B original, yeah, that's where he belongs. That's where he belongs. Okay, and to anyone who's going to defend Joss Whedon, let me put it this way. If the Warner Brothers, the Warner Brothers investigation into the allegations against Joss Whedon and various other members of the Warner Brothers company had found anything that would vindicate Joss Whedon, they would have made it public. And Joss Whedon would probably still be working on the Nevers. Just saying. I know. I've heard the health reasons excuse. But uh, I think it's much more likely that uh, they were like, hey, you want to step away quietly from this so it doesn't become a problem because you fucked up? Because Joss Whedon did fuck up. Joss Whedon... He's a fucking dick. All right. That's all for my thoughts on Joss Whedon. Stay tuned for the after show cartoon. I mean, guys, really, that's the thing. You know, like, who are you going to trust? You know, Wonder Woman or the world's greatest male feminist? Joss Whedon. Am I right, guys? Am I white? Oh, hey, Mom, what you... Oh, ow! Ow! Mom! Ow! Ow, Dad, what are you doing? What? I am a grown man, Mom. This is assault. I'm just beating you with your own goddamn socks, Timmy. Stop leaving him in the living room. Ow. <laughs> Jesus, Mom. God damn, those socks are fucking hard. <laughs>